cafe. Anyway, hey, it's Mike. Mike's Daily Podcast. FF episode 2705, 2705. It's Mike Matthews, your friendly neighborhood podcaster. I'm not an influencer. Mike's Daily Podcast. Just a podcaster. It's enough responsibility to have, to be a podcaster, to maybe laugh at the things in life that make you chortle with laughter because I am your portal into the interesting things going on in this world. Maybe, possibly a little bit. Mike's Daily Podcast. I'm throwing a little stuff out there that you might find interesting. Hey, and this has been a great intro song. Mike's You need that Daily for your podcast. Podcast. That's called Mike's Daily Podcast. Yeah! Perhaps you're listening to this on the 10th and you're celebrating National Vanilla Cupcake Day. The vanilla cupcake. The boringest cupcake that exists. Where is my pumpkin cupcake that's got a little bit of vanilla icing on the inside? That I like. And that's also, it's also National Forget Me Not Day. There was a song by Bad English called Forget Me Not. John Waite sang it. It featured Neil Sean of Journey. And Jonathan Kane of Journey And Jonathan Kane and uh, John Waits worked with uh, John John Waite, right? That's, that's what I just said? Well, they were in The Babies together So they performed and that song was a rocker And they also did When I See You Smile That was their big number one hit though And then they did one more album and they disappeared And they tried to bring back Journey again And that kind of fell apart So I mean, it didn't kind of fall apart. It utterly, completely fell apart. And toodaloo, Steve Perry. And Old Journey. Old Journey gets a new guy from the Philippines named Darnell Pena. And there we go. Everything goes great. And here's today's podcast picture. National Forget-Me-Not Day. Oh, by the way, the podcast picture is from a wonderful cruise that I took. Not cruise, not that awful company that wants to kill all pedestrians everywhere. <laughs> oh, we're going to change our complete... You know, every, first off, they were like in like Flynn with San Francisco. San Francisco's like all these driverless cars. It's going to be great. We'll be so modern. The most modern city in the world with tech and everything. Oh, driverless cars and then someone gets hit and dragged and San Francisco's still not doing anything and then the DMV this is what the DMV sounds like they're growling they're like no we ain't gonna allow this and then Gavin Newsom finally said something no no that's what he said like the late great Basil the Boxer who would go I want to chase that thing that just ran in front of me squirrel rabbit cat Whatever That's what it was It finally came down to that To pressure from multiple fronts Because San Francisco wasn't going to do anything about it Even though there were protests Nope They were I'll just roll it Was it London that decided I forget if she was pro or against Cruz But now Cruz And not Ted Cruz Because that's a whole other thing to get me angry The werewolf in mid-transformation But no 
thank you, Seth Myers, for that. But no, it is. In fact, they are. Cruz is having to revamp everything and follow the rules and put pedestrians' lives in front of everything else because, oh, you know what? They do matter. Pedestrians do matter. So take that, Cruz. Where was I? Oh, National Forget Me Not Day. Because that's what it is If you're listening to this on the 10th It reminds Americans of the sacrifices Returning soldiers have made Of body, blood, and limb Created in 1921 The day reminds Americans That National Forget-Me-Not Day Originally raised funds for services For returning injured soldiers Mike's out of left field recordings Recording everything Captures actions that will never again be repeated Yes, Veterans Day is on Saturday On the 11th The 11th is also Singles Day And Alibaba does their big day Not day is though on the 10th And that's from the National Day calendar Thank you so much For doing that Letting us know Little things You know, people go Oh, well, I don't care if it's not Thanksgiving I don't care what today is uh, leave me alone With all your days You're just making this stuff up And they sound like that When they talk mm-hmm. So thank you You're welcome Where was I? Oh This is an important podcast That I plan out meticulously beforehand And I write it all out In very Detailed scripts So Gen Z has decided that retirement is overrated. Now, when I was a youngin, I'm a Gen Xer, so hey, thank you. You're welcome for this whole Gen this, Gen that. Gen X, we, I guess, so Gen Zers are in their 20s. The Daily Haley. The Almost Daily Haley. Gen Z workers are the biggest cohort of non-savers. Retiring early is out and soft saving is in. Newly minted adults between the ages of 18 and 25 are more interested in experiences that promote personal growth and emotional well-being. Experiences. That's what they want. Which I don't think is entirely different from what we were. Roughly three quarters of Gen Z Americans said today's economy makes them hesitant to set up long-term financial goals. A few years back, Gen Z supported FIRE. That's an acronym that stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. But... Putting enough aside to get there proved increasingly difficult as we go outside a cafe anyway where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Anyway. The last place on earth. You know, that is a story I heard on Marketplace today about with the con. Hey, everybody, it's Kai Rizdal. Let's take a look at the markets after this. This is Marketplace. But he was talking to somebody, I think, from the Washington Post who said... That there's this whole economy now of influencers People making money on YouTube and TikTok But they're not But you know To the average person who doesn't think that much about this stuff 
they may think, oh, anybody who's on YouTube or TikTok makes money. Nope. It's a 1% thing. 1% makes the millions. The Mr. Beast or whatever he's called. Those people, they're making a lot. And it's probably a lot that they're, I don't know if they're entirely making that off of YouTube or TikTok. I think it's more through all the deals that they've made with their brand, with what they are. But then there are all the struggling people. They make a little bit of something. And then there's a huge, huge amount of people that ain't got no views, ain't got no listeners. And it's true. Like YouTube, I got no listeners at all because I don't video this. I don't see the point. Why would you want to look at me? (laughs) Moving my mouth, moving my lips up and down. Who cares? My jaw. The jib jab No You would be It's more of an audio thing So I just put up the audio on YouTube So nobody cares about that And I also do I put this podcast in multiple form, uh, platforms It's all across the internet Because I don't know if YouTube's going to suddenly Take ombrage with something I say And Shut down the whole channel They almost did that About two years ago Because I was talking about ballot harvesting And I didn't know what it was So I I started just researching it And reading what I was seeing on the internet about it And oop, they shut me down For about a week But I wasn't making I don't make any money off this anyway So I don't care But I am on multiple platforms So it's going to be far more difficult for the internet to shut Mike's Daily Podcast down. Plus, I have my internet. Uh, on the internet, I have my website, mikesdailypodcast.com, where you can see the podcast picture. Mochi, mochi. So, there is a lot of people trying to make money at this. There's some questions about can the government do the, help people that are in this industry, which makes no sense to me. Why would you want? To put money Our tax Why should our taxpayer money Go to helping influencers And now we return you To our regularly scheduled program With Mike Matthews Magnification Ginormous This world does not owe you A job in influencing You do it Because you're having fun And maybe some people Appreciate what you do and then you make money If a lot of people appreciate what you do Then you've just hit the gold mine You've lucked out You've become a rock star Now peop, there was once upon a time Everybody wanted to be a rock star that's, that's why American Idol got so popular Now everybody wants to be an influencer Well if you ain't gonna make it As an influencer Then you shouldn't be subsidized By the American government The Marco Minute the Marco Minute. Putting enough aside to get there proved increasingly difficult. Inflation's recent run-up has made it harder for those who are just starting out. Soaring food and housing costs. They are also carrying larger student loan balances. The Cutting Corners Corner. Corner. The Cutting Corners Corner! <laughs> Every dollar you set aside in your 20s compounds over time. Woo! 
So $10,000 invested by the age of 25 compounds to 20,000 when you're 32, 40,000 when you're 40, 80,000 when you're 48, 160,000 when you're 55, and by 62, that 10,000 you invested when you were 25 comes out to $320,000. I got all that from Rob Black. He does a podcast that I produce. He also does a radio show on AM 1220 KDOW, and he is on Cron Television. Does a five minute or so news piece, news segment about money. Now, he also says the holiday spending outlook is looking sluggish as holiday shopping season begins. There's lack of big orders from retailers. And that is causing fears consumer spending will be weak. The largest retailers are past working through their excess inventories, but they're careful not to overorder. The economy is, and if you were Scottish, you'd say, they're being careful not to overorder. I discovered that's how they talk. I watched that last night, the Scottish show last night that you can watch if you have the Masterpiece, the PBS Masterpiece app, which you get through your Amazon Prime account. And there are a lot of cool shows that we're enjoying. And this one show that we're watching is called Annika. Not as an ad, not Anakin Skywalker from Star Wars. No, it's a lady named Annika. She's part Norwegian and she works in Scotland for the homicide, the Marine homicide unit, which is the police, basically the Coast Guard. They're the police on the water. And uh, not Baywatch But they're like police on the water And they talk with Scottish accents And the, the one thing The reason why I probably watch so much British television Australian television New Zealand television Is because the scenery is insane And I love the accents And the writing is often Fantastic And it's really good on this Annika show Probably why PBS picked it up for their masterpiece you will series. Travel into the incredible universe. So I've been watching that. I did catch a little bit of the debate last night, the Republicans and the guy, Vivek Ramaswamy. Is it vivisection? Ram- I, I'm butchering his name. I'm vivisecting it because the stuff he says knocks me over in such a way like a bowling pin. And I know that's what he's trying to do. He gets that limited amount of time. He's got his fundraising he's got the people that have put money into him and he's trying to get the biggest bang out of for the buck so he goes after nikki haley the fascinating material project Project. on the panel last night was a conservative talk show host he went after him nobody's making any deal about this nobody cared nobody's even talking about this he basically went after hugh hewitt when he complained what a, you you guys shouldn't be doing this debate. You guys shouldn't be covering this. This should be covered by Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, and Tucker Carlson. What are you guys doing here? Uh dude, one of them one of them is uh oh, listen to this great song. Hi there. Okay, go away. Yeah, I have a Samsung phone. Okay, so 
one of them was representing Salem, which is a huge conservative based media company. And so it, it, Rob Bwawapa, Vivis section, whatever his name, I can't say his name. I'm sorry. He should have just, well, Nikki Haley called him scum. We love you, Mike. He should have researched who the heck was uh, carrying his show, but instead he has to shoot all media, call it all fake news like Trump does. Well, Trump even has his um, media that he likes, but he just went, wow. And I'm not sure, I know Salem had an after coverage uh, show on their channels covering the after pre after the debate program. And I don't know if Ravaswamy was on that, but hopefully he redeemed himself in some way. If not, I just, I, I don't, nothing to do with him. The word of I know there's a lot of bad media. There's awful media everywhere. But there's a lot of people trying. And, uh, you know, just a brush stroke. Okay, not this. This is any good media. I'm outside of a cafe. How on earth is this supposed to be good media? But I'll tell you one thing. I can talk with a Scottish accent and say words like, um, over order, our... Now I'm going more pirate. Well, the economy is approaching an inflection point in consumer spending as Americans deplete their savings they've built up from the pandemic stimulus. Loan and credit card delinquencies are on the rise in lower income homes. And yet the consumer is still spending on the rise in the middle and upper class. The spending is on the rise in the middle and upper class. Brian Cornell, who is the CEO of Target, said the company is doubling down on its cautious outlook for the holiday season. FedEx said that while the destocking period has ended for retailers, restocking has not been widespread. So, the products that are experiencing the biggest pullback ranked in order, order include... Appliances, furniture, household goods, luxury items, and aspirational luxury. They are experiencing a uh, destocking. Appliances, furniture, household goods, luxury items, and aspirational luxury. Does that mean that stuff's going to cost even more because there's going to be less of it, supply and demand, and all that? I don't know. But, oh. You know who's rebounding from a luxury slowdown is the eyewear brand Barton Perriera. James Bond wears that apparently. Yeah. Tesla, oh, and LVMH just bought them. Tesla is making a car that is going to cost about $27,000. Possibly. A fine article. Call, 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 call. City Great Fat Article. Article. Global eyewear sales topped $107 billion in 2022. So, yes, it's a big thing. I'm wearing some eyewear now because, well, in your 50s, ye, even if you got 
eyes that have been working all your life, you start to need stuff. You start to need to wear glasses. Because you're getting old. But that's okay. Thankfully, there's lots. The, the, the glasses I get at the Dollar Tree or the Dollar Store, whatever it's called, is those that have been working for me. Even though they're probably killing my eyes. Yes. All right. Try to go see an optometrist soon, Mike. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Look who's here. Hello, Mike. It's Madame Rudamega. I love your glasses. Ooh. Yeah, even the little duct tape that's on it. Yes, I find that very cute. Ooh. Excellent. Well, oh. Do you know what happened on the 9th? I'm actually recording this on the 9th. But Secretary Granholm came to California. The U.S. Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm. She went to Tracy. What? Tracy, California? Went there to commemorate America's first commercial direct air capture carbon dioxide removal facility. What? 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 Hey, kids. The Secretary's visit follows the Department of Energy's announcement of two regional direct air capture hubs. It's me. That's part of Biden's investing in America. Don't read me the clown. And it's going to capture and store atmospheric CO2 at scale. Nearly every climate model makes clear that removing legacy carbon dioxide pollution is essential to achieving a net zero global economy by 2050. Reaching President Biden's ambitious plan for a net zero emissions economy will require that between 400 million and 1.8 billion metric tons of CO2 be removed from the atmosphere and captured from emission sources annually by 2050, according to the Department of Energy. And that happened today when I'm recording this. How historic. Do you like historic things, Madam Rutabaga? Yes. Do you like that I talk about these things? Yes. Do you like my glasses? No. Wait a minute. Wow, your opinion just changed 180 from a minute ago. Maybe even from 180 seconds ago. Yes, Michael Masters, that's how I am. I'm a woman. I can change my mind. Oh. <laughs> mm. Do you know who else was a woman who liked to change her mind? Because she's a woman. Da 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 da. Hedy Lamar. It was also her birthday today. Another thing that happened on. Um, what? What? How did Le- Hedy Lamar's invention influence. Uh, Bluetooth and GPS. Apparently, her invention of frequency hopping. Oh, it helped with wireless communications. Frequency hopping is a technique that allows a signal to switch between different frequencies in a random or predetermined pattern, making it harder for an enemy to jam or intercept the signal. It was widely used, this technique, in modern technology such as Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and GPS, which rely on wireless transmission of data over radio waves. Look at that. I remember something about that, that she had a, uh, an, an influence on Wi-Fi. So, there you go. Has influenced many modern technologies that we use today. Look who else is here. Hello, Dave, Mike. This is Valentino, the bashing attendant. 
And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, sorry to body right now, but we're having a breakdown. Yeah, an anxiety attack. Do you know that? Oh, sorry, guys. Everything's going to be okay. Just hang out there at your uh, parking lot booth and it's all going to be good. Okay, Mike. Thanks. Day. Yeah, thank you. Do you know that? People always come to me when they're having anxiety attacks. Am I a dang therapist? If I am, I need to make therapist money. Wow. Everybody calls me when they're freaking out. And it's like, okay, okay, I just, what do you do? Hey, Jet GBT. <laughs> let me, I'm going to ask you, let me ask you a question. Uh, let's see if it can hear me. What do you do when people call you when they have an anxiety attack? I wonder what it's going to say. Oh, I, it also recorded me saying, I wonder what it's going to say. And I'm sorry to hear that you or someone you know is struck. Oh, man. With anxiety. Anxiety can be very difficult to cope with, but there are ways to help yourself or others who are experiencing it. <laughs> Some of the things that I do when people call me when they have an anxiety attack are, I listen to them with empathy and compassion without judging or dismissing their feelings. Mm. I try to understand what they are going through and validate their emotions. Mm -hmm. I encourage them to breathe slowly and deeply and guide them through some calming exercises. Okay. I remind them that they are safe and that the anxiety will pass. Mm -hmm. I also help them to focus on the present moment and their surroundings rather than their worries or fears. I offer them some positive affirmations and coping statements such as you are strong and capable. You have overcome this before and you can do it again. Oh. Or, this is temporary and you will feel better soon. I ask them if they need any additional support such as calling a friend, family member, therapist or helpline. I also suggest some Dang. resources that they can access online oh. such as this article on how to help someone with anxiety or this website on how to manage anxiety attacks. I follow up uh, with them later and check how they are feeling. I praise them for their courage and resilience okay. and remind them that they are not alone. These are some of the ways Aww. that I try to help people with anxiety, but I also recognize that everyone's experience is different and mm -hmm. what works for one person may not work for another. That's true. Therefore, I always respect their preferences and boundaries and ask them what they need from me. Okay. I also encourage them you, to seek professional help if their anxiety is interfering with their daily functioning or quality of life. I think you covered I that. I hope this answers your question. What you If you want to talk more about anxiety or mm. anything else, I'm here to chat. Okay. I wouldn't trust you really because you're just a GP thing. I mean, a app, a, a chat, GPT. Something like that. But thank you. Thank you for that. You didn't mention a paper bag at all. So that makes me really question everything you just said. So next show, it's going to be the next Shelly Shuhart. Uh, it's going to be on the next show. Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, John Deere the Engineer. If you would like to call me and give me your advice for people having anxiety attacks, here's the number you can call. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway Hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. Uh, with more ways to reach me. 
it is A-Frame. And this time, A-Frame's going to jump right in here and say her thing, right? Hopefully. Gosh, I get so technically befuddled in this part of the show for some reason. Thank you for listening. Mike's TV Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.